Microsoft Teams, finally, on the M1 Max. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Rocket Money. Take full control of your subscriptions with Rocket Money at rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. This week's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this time around, we talk Teams, Microsoft Teams, and running it natively on the M1 Max, something that some have been waiting to do for almost two years. We also uh, take a look at dedicated Teams machines and what they are and why they may or may not be a good idea, and also revisit the concept of a touchscreen Mac and whether it still is worth considering. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Webb, you're awfully quiet all of a sudden. Yeah, I was about to say, I didn't want to step on anyone, just for what it's worth. In, uh, uh, I'd mentioned that uh, in, in my office and 500 employees and yeah, hundreds of computers in, in my office. Um, we, we don't do any all-in-ones except for a, a couple iMacs here and there, and that's mainly my uh, uh, communications and graphic arts people that use that. But uh, uh, the, the main machine is going to be a, a Dell tower type with a separate monitor, um, or it's going to be a laptop uh, with a, a docking station of some kind. We never got into the... Uh, the all-in-one space for the uh, uh, the cubicles, if you will, if I can use that phrase. Um, and the other thing that uh, I'd mentioned that in my office that I do have the uh, the uh, I remote into a, a Windows machine, and it's a um, it's an HP. I don't know what the model is, but it, it's small. It's uh, uh, a little bit bigger than an Apple TV, and it's just fits for what I need and what I do. I just Take it in there, throw it in the in the rack, turn it on, just leave it going. So, um, in in my world, we just never bought into the all in one for the workers. So, uh, uh, I just thought of something. I just kind of want to put a, put a kind of a different spin on this. Devices, uh, the Microsoft Teams meeting room devices, and you know you don't want me to bring up Teams talk, but uh, it, it um that's a big hot device right now and basically what it is is it, it is a full-out windows device it's about yay big here with a base and a small screen you set that up in a, in a conference room and it's it's a it's an immediate teams it turns a turns a room with a with, with a webcam uh in, in a conference room into a teams room you just walk up to this device and the, you schedule it through your calendar you tap you tap it and, and you're in a, in a teams meeting room so you are seeing those types of devices as an all-in-one uh because that's the hot thing now with hybrid, you know, hybrid meetings. Um, so, yeah. uh, so I think that's where you're kind of looking as far as the trending towards an all in one type of device these days. So David, are you saying that this device also has the camera or you have to have a separate webcam for it? Se separate camera. So you could buy a yeah. camera like a Logitech <laughs> Rally Cam Pro, uh, you know, that's about $1,200, $1,300. It's expensive, but, but it's a kit that comes with the, the actual good size and good sound quality speakers that you can mount to the front of the, the, mm -hmm. mount to the, to the room on the TV. And then you mount the camera at the top 
it's it's automatic. It's got a USB and and it, and it works by uh, by Ethernet because it's got an Ethernet box that's mounted to the behind the TV. Then you, you run the Ethernet cable to to the the module box that sits. You know you can mount that under the table, and then it's got just an HDMI and a USB cable, and then you plug those into the into the uh, into the MTR, the Microsoft Teams room device. Um, and these the there's one the, the popular ones are made by Lenovo. Um, and I've set them up and it's just, they're, they're just phenomenal devices and they're computers. I mean, you can, you actually could, you know, sign out, sign because it, when it boots up, it boots right in a team. So that's all it is. It's, it never, it stays locked down and it's, it's on, in teams, but to manage it, you just sign, you can sign into it using the administrator account and then you just be able to manage it through a, uh, then it's just basically you go into windows and cause you have to make changes like setting the video, video settings and sound and all that stuff uh, at the initial type, but the, it's maintenance free because you just reboot them, reboot the device and it just boots right into teams. It's there. You don't have to think about it. So once again, somebody's reading my notes. Um, I'm throwing a, an article. In Sorry. The chat. I knew, and I, and you remember you had a, you had a, yeah, an article about this. teams. Yeah, so I just, I just thought of it as we're talking about this all in one. Uh, yeah, well, um, topic but, here. So, David, it, it it kind of takes this particular article in a different uh, in a different angle because um, the article is about Teams now running natively on the M1 right. Max. Um, two years later, congratulations, Microsoft. Yeah, but I have to ask: Does it make sense to buy a dedicated machine? to run teams when teams runs on everything. I mean, what does, what does this device bring to the table that I couldn't get, at least in theory, if I took um, an M one laptop now able to run teams natively and Apple, Apple, uh, uh, airplane. The the reason why you'd want to, your reason, I'm sorry, didn't interrupt. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, the reason why you'd want to buy a device like this is the fact that, you know, you know, Web in your office is a good example. Um, since you, you're, you're sharing a fair amount of that stuff, and as I see, cat's tail go by here. Uh, yeah, uh, my office manager is here, <laughs> she is judging all of us, yes, by talking about teams. Uh, uh, so you'd want that type of device because you want such you want to, you want to ease of use. You, you users want to be able to walk into a room, look at the screen, oh, there's my meeting, tap it. You're connected. Don't have to think about it. You don't have to bring your laptop to a meeting. The the that the dedicated um, Microsoft Teams room device is going to do. Yeah, all it's the a work conference room device. It's a conference room device. Yes, that's really yeah. what it is. You know, we um, it several weeks ago on, on or months ago, I guess, and you talked about you had to leave the show early to go do another one, Chuck, and, and you were going through uh, WebEx was the platform that you were connecting to. Yeah. Um, I, I, I contend a lot of it's muscle memory. We, we've been a WebEx company for quite some time, it, but it came with our Cisco telephone system. So it was kind of the freebie add-on. Uh, now we're transitioning over to Teams. And personally, it's driving me nuts because I got so used on the muscle memory on how to use WebEx that now I got to try to figure out how to, you know, how to adjust the camera for Teams and, and how to change the background and uh, set it up for my headset, all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just trying to learn a new user interface for a different application has been really frustrating for me. I'm getting better. Well, it oh, seems like it seems like the web conference market uh, is. I mean, it's all over the place right now. You know, since since the pandemic, everybody's coming out with something to 
replace something else or to enhance it or to provide something new. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm thinking go to meeting WebEx, um, Teams, right. Zoom, um, the 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 program. Mm-hmm, I'm I'm not sure if you've seen that or not, but oh, that yeah. gives extra enhancements to be able to to uh, to do things within those programs. So there's so much of this. I I just personally be kind of nervous. I hear what you're saying, uh, Web, about you know ease of setup and and all that and having a dedicated machine, but. I'd be hesitant to invest a lot of money in something like that that I could do with just a little bit of training or have have a couple of people trained or a few sets of instructions that I might be able to duplicate, you know, elsewhere, cheaper. And yeah, I, more... I, I was just going to say in, in my world, which is not representative, but in my world, you have the dedicated device that runs the, the, the team meeting itself. I'll bring my laptop or actually I bring my iPad in, and that's what I use for my note taking all that kind of stuff. So the, the, yeah, I could use a, a dedic or a, my device to run the teams meeting or the WebEx meeting or, or whatever, but then it takes away from the other things that I need to do as I participate in that, that environment. So, so, uh, it, you know, it's, um, it, it teaches on, you know, the thing yeah, is, this, I, dev this this device can be incorporated with other platforms, too. So you can get plugins and say, OK, I want to be able to also have the ability to, to connect to a Zoom meeting because there's going to be some clients who want to connect to a Zoom meeting. I'm sorry if we're getting too much enterprise discussion here, but it, no. it, 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 it's it's really it, it's really interesting to see what these devices can do, these MTRs. Um, and you can do WebEx if you, God forbid, but you could also do Zoom and any of the other platforms. There, there are plugins. I mean, it is a Windows machine for you know, you know, for all intents and purposes. So you can do the dedicated uh, the dedicated services for, so you could have a combination of a Zoom and a, and a Teams device sitting on it in a conference room on a table and be able to easily connect to a meeting without having any, very little of any interaction with a laptop unless you can plug your laptop into this device. It's got a HDMI cable. So mm -hmm. which was great about it is it basically just, you, you, you walk up to it, just make, just turn the TV on, you plug it in, it automatically connects. And it shares your screen, so, so you, you you have full options for both. Screen sharing is a good good point. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. and you can and when you go when you when you connect to it uh, to the device, you can you share your screen in Teams. So, so all the folks that are attending outside of the conference room will see that screen. Um, Chuck, once again, I, I became a uh, a fan of appliance devices yeah. like this years ago and uh, it, it came from um working at a company where the company owner was always looking for the shortcuts and uh, and there was a specific printing device that the company really needed and so a team of us, we did all the research, we found the right thing. And uh, for those of you that are curious, it was a Xerox DocuTech. And, uh, uh, you know, this is basically like a, uh, uh, a copy printing machine that's the size of, uh, of an F-150 pickup truck. And, wow. uh, and I mean, they're, they're like, crazy and really cool if you're into the printing industry but uh the company owner decided that uh that instead of going with that route he would go this other route where this company was offering what i called the poor man's docutech and it was uh, uh a pc 
that acted like like uh, uh, a rip, and uh, it would crunch out all this data, and then uh, and then parse it all out as a uh, as a print job to uh, a group of like six laser printers. And uh, you know, we told we told the boss. Don't get this where you have to cobble it all together. Get the appliance that does what you really want. And uh, and he thought, well, look, I can do this for like a third of the price, a quarter of the price, and uh, and it'll work just as well. And it didn't. And it was a constant process, uh, an ordeal to try and make every piece work and work when it needed to. And uh, and then the separate maintenance of trying to get this PC to uh, to do the things it was supposed to do, and then managing updates and everything for that, and uh, and then it was slower. And so when everything was said and done, by the time they finally gave up on that, they had spent so much more on this uh, this cheaper we can build it ourselves system. Then had they gone with the appliance designed to do exactly what they want, and you didn't have to think about it, you just fed it the info, and it would go to town and do its job. Um, but on the other hand, I do get what you're saying. What if I can just build a thing that lets me do all the conferencing, uh, train a couple people, and I'm saving money? Maybe you can. But... Uh, well, Jeff, I'm, I'm I'm just sitting here playing with um, a couple of things. David was kind enough to put a, a link in the chat room, and I just posted it to YouTube. Um, that this device starts at twenty twenty two hundred dollars, and if I go over to the Apple site, I can customize a Mac Studio with an M1 Max with ten cores, and I've spent less than the starting price for this device. And therefore, you are not the market for this appliance. And of course, that's less price. You know, if you if you're buying, yeah. you, you can get it for cheaper than that. That's that's oh. directly on the Lenovo side, of course. Oh, I'm sure, but it's, it also is just starting at. So I I would I don't know what you can do with this machine, but I mean, you know, it's it's back and forth. Um, right. I do want to. I, I mean, the the chat room has really been alive with this uh, process. You know, uh, this discussion. Um, I've been not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's some really good there's some really good comments in here. Um, some let's see brett says we're transitioning to teams at work too it seems like it's good enough but nobody wants yet another piece of software after outlook to interrupt them with messages from coworkers. um yeah. and then yeah and then he said later um in response to a comment from guy searle who's in the chat room and guy yeah. we want you back get on here um he's sleepy guy <laughs> brett says they're threatening to take away our phone headsets at work and doing all of our calls on the computer I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, you know, do you need a phone anymore at your desk? I mean, the, 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 I, I'd say these days, not, hardly anybody uses a, a desk phone. You know, everything is either a, a software-based phone on, on, a, on your computer or you're using your mobile, mobile phone. I mean, it's yeah. just... Yeah. It's I, kind of I do not allow any of my people to use your mobile phone for business calls oh, okay. uh, while, while they're in the office. Okay, now. Ah, gotcha. Okay. okay. Uh, the the sound quality is not as good. The connection True. problems, um, and I'm when I'm dealing with customers and, and trying to satisfy. You know, they're calling because I got a problem. They need me to solve it. Uh, I need to make sure communications is clear. But 
I, I hear what you're saying. Um, a lot of people use the, what soft phones is what we call them. Uh, right. And Cisco, uh, Cisco has it with the jabber. And then, uh, yeah, Cisco, if I'm Cisco sitting, IPT. I'm sitting here at my, this is, this is a fake background. I'm sitting at my house and I'll use jabber uh, to connect to the office yeah. and use this headset to do it uh, just because yeah. it sounds a lot clearer than if I'm using the, the microphone off the computer and so on and so forth. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you got to have a, a, I mean, obviously us being podcasters, we're using mics here and, and our, our equipment, but yeah, you got to have a good, you know, even, even the, uh, the jabber, little small speaker, those little small the, the saucer speakers that they have, those are great sounding uh, conference uh, devices, but you, but they do work really well, but no, I agree with you. I mean, having an IPT phone system is, is more economical than, than, than ever. Uh, just depending on how you do the business. And yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of phone calls are going through teams too, honestly. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that, 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 that's part of the conversation in the chat room right now. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, you, it's, it's a full out phone these days. You make a phone call from, a, if you if, if your company allows external phone calls through teams, you know, it's, it, it's a, when it works, it works fairly well and it's a good experience. video and you can have video calls or just audio calls today's edition of mac voices is supported by rocket money start canceling your unused subscriptions and save money at rocketmoney.com slash mac voices do you know why free trials renew without your consent it's a business scam to get you don't let greedy corporations pocket your money download rocket money to take control of your subscriptions you have to check out rocket money They help you manage and cancel subscriptions you didn't want, need, or simply forgot about with just a tap. Sound familiar? That's because you've heard me talk about my favorite app, Truebill, before. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Truebill is now backed by rocket companies and just changed their name to Rocket Money. Why? Well, for one, Truebill has grown from a bill management app into a full-on personal finance empowerment tool that helps over 3.4 million people with budgeting, lowering bills, canceling subscriptions, and more. Saving each of their members, on average, $700 a year. Bottom line, Rocket Money is everything I've loved about Truebill, but with a fresh look and feel. Start canceling your unused subscriptions and save money at rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. That's rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Rocket Money for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Old school device management tools like MDMs force disruptive agents onto employee devices that slow performance and treat privacy as an afterthought. Collide does things differently. Instead of forcing changes on users, Collide notifies your team via Slack when their devices are insecure and gives them step-by-step instructions on how to solve the problem. By reaching out to employees via a friendly Slack message and educating them about company policies, Collide can help you build a culture in which everyone contributes to security, because everyone understands how and why to do it. That makes for a stronger security now and a stronger security future. You can meet your compliance goals by putting users first. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to find out how. That's Collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to Collide for supporting this edition of Mac Voices.
web guy in the chat room says that you need a better microphone. And I know just the guy that can sell you. (laughs) (laughs) And he won't even miss it. He won't even miss it. Can can I have one of your microphones? Uh, (laughs) Hey, there was one comment David made that I wanted, and and we're going to run short on time, but I I can't let it go because it's, it's an argument that raged for a while. It really burned bright and then it just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Does anybody feel the need for a touchscreen Mac at this no. point? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, you almost have it now. If you use an iPad as a second screen, you've, yeah. you've got the whole touch. You can kind of simulate it, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you know, if you take, you know, we've, we've used it for some um, conference calls where we're sharing technical information. And you have people connect with an iPad. And then when somebody's showing a document, you can quickly zoom in and make, you know, to, for details, or if you know, someone can't read the text, then you don't have to make it big for everybody. You know, they might also have a computer they're connecting with to kind of go back and forth for everything else. So you get the touchscreen aspect, the zoom in, zoom out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I see no reason to add that to a screen. That just adds a bunch of expense that you know one or two people need, and there's a way around it. I don't. I don't see a need for it. I think it depends on how much it costs. I mean, if the cost is not that much, then why not? Um, I don't see Apple wanting to do it. They've they've avoided I, it all these all this time. But that's a that's a different question. You know, it's also they, they seem to have a religious issue. About that, I, I've seen people working with PCs with touch, and it was like, yeah, okay, you know, like they just reach out and flick photos or <laughs> zoom in and out. I mean, should that Windows be the tablets. primary? Uh, you know, no, you know, I, I don't think you should do that instead of a pointing device. But at, at some point, we've got this. Oh, it has to be one or the other mentality, which is seems to have come from Apple. Um, you know, remember back in the 1980s when people were like, oh, my, my mouse, you know, I use a computer without a mouse. They're ter- Those mice are terrible. They slow you down and, and you know. Well, they're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are wrong. And, you know, keyboards I like my mouse. didn't go away. Notice <laughs> the, the keyboards did not go away. We still we still have keyboards and I still have arrow keys on my keyboard and I use them a lot. And uh, I even have a stream deck now, too. Um, so, you know, I, I want all the things, you know, why would I why would I want less things? The one thing, though, Jim, if that's that's going to decrease the number of monitors that are going to function with something like a Mac mini, unless unless you're going to adopt a standard of some kind that can because now you have a whole different set of 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 engineering problems in those monitors and that's going to push well, the prices up. I, um, and... I, I, if you, if you're asking me, should Mac OS require touch? I don't think so, but windows doesn't, you know, you could, you, those monitors all work with windows and Linux, right? Uh, you know, if, if I get a, a, a laptop, you know, windows laptop that has touch, I don't think I can plug in most monitors into it and still get touch on the monitor. Right. Um, right. So, but, so we're back know, to a discussion of you know the the all-in-one device that a laptop. Well, a laptop. Laptops and a whole one device. Yeah, that well, that's true too. That's true too. 
Um, hey, we're going to start. We are, in fact, we're definitely running out of time, but I, I couldn't. I, I had to throw that in because it just seemed like it, Apple was doomed if they didn't build a touchscreen iMac. And as you can see, Apple's not doomed by any means. So, I, you know, Apple is not doomed, full stop. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we can have reasonable discussions about other things, but don't involve doom in it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this has been a lot of fun. And, yeah, and I. Eric and, and Webb, I love the fact that you joined us. Thank you so much for uh, for spending some time with us. This was a blast. We we are definitely going to do this again. Enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to let you two gentlemen do it first. Um, and I think I'll reverse the order. So, Webb, uh, thank you for being here. Where can folks get in touch with you? What Are you on social media? I know you said you know. Well, yeah, much. yeah. I did. Uh, Webb Bixby at, at, um, at Twitter and also on Facebook is kind of the, the, the big ways. But like I said, I, I'm not a big poster on it. So, but I do look at it every once in a while. It's a good way to keep track of my grandkids if you want to know the truth. So, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm on, on Facebook, especially. So, um, but uh, yeah, Chuck, thank you. I really enjoyed it very much. Good. Well, we, <clears throat> pardon me, we will definitely do it again. Eric, how about you? What's the best place uh, or best way for folks, folks to contact you if they have questions or comments? I spent most of my time hiding, but uh, <laughs> at EA Bolden on Twitter or EA Bolden at Mac.com. Um, and uh, those are the two spots where I actually respond to things. <laughs> so if you send him a message on Teams, forget it. He won't answer. <laughs> <laughs> David Ginsburg, thank you so much for being here. Uh, where can folks find you? You can find me at In Touch with iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com, on my YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash In Touch with iOS. I'm on the Mac show on the British Tech Network on Fridays with uh, Chuck and Jeff. And I'm also on Twitter at DaveG65. Yeah, this is a great, great show. Thanks, guys, for being here. Uh, thank you. Jeff Gamut, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't show up with the scarf tonight, but maybe next week. Well... You know, yeah, you're right. You should be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The scarf, the scarf next week. Tune in, folks, to see it. But, Chuck, you, you do understand what goes along with the scarf, The, re- the what the rest of the package deal for the scarf was. You do remember, right? I what, what, Enlighten us, just so you can terrify us all. But, so the rest of what comes after... Jeff wearing a scarf is, and nothing else. As long as you keep the camera up, won't be a problem. Hold if, on, I'm going to stand up right now. If, no, no. If the if the camera falls off its mount, we're an X-rated show. That's that's all yeah. there's to it. Yeah. Well, you, you're just uh, broadening out to a different demographic. <laughs> on that note, where can folks find you and suggest what color scarf you uh, you get? Uh, they can find me on your uh, OnlyFans page. Um, no, they, they can find me on, on Twitter and Instagram. I am Jay Gamut on both. YouTube.com slash Jay Gamut for the occasional video. Um, surprisingly, still on Tuesday evenings here with you. Um, Thursday evenings with Dave on In Touch with iOS. Uh, and then um, I'm still surprisingly the interim host after what, two years, maybe longer uh, on the big show on Thursdays, the Mac show on Fridays. 
and Brian Chaffin and I are doing the context machine. Um, and then I show up other places too. So you never know where I might pop up. Great. Thank you so much. Good to have you. Last but absolutely not least, Mr. Jim Ray, um, who this week is not sporting his Indiana Jones hat. So, you know, we, that, we just that, we take him that, as he comes. Max Stock, Max Stock, Max Stock, Max Stock dedication. My my semi transparent Max Stock. Yeah. Hi, Mike. What, what's what's the best way to find you, Jim? Just uh, call one eight hundred. Do not call me. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Prove.com, P-R-O-V-U-E.com. There's like a whole website. And also on the Not Elon website, you can reach me at ProVJim. That's Twitter. For Great. historical, you know, people watching this in 10 years going, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Thank you, Jim. Thanks for being here. And um, making a very late appearance, just as we are ready to sign off. Um <laughs> Webb, I think he's. I think Guy is making a special delivery to you of a microphone. Yeah. Guy, are you a, there? It's going to take him this long just to get a, get his camera up on his microphone. The, the awesome thing is he probably doesn't realize that he logged in. Uh, Jelly, the cat, probably walked across his desk and. Uh, yeah. There he is. And, there oh, he no, is. Maybe he really did know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the drugs, right? It's the drugs. But never bothered me in the seventies. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. All right, it's, it's not the seventies. Yeah. Are you it's sure? Time for after just time for after dark. Yeah, I was going to say, folks, sure. if you want to hear more from Guy, um, you'll have to become a Mac Voices patron and hear him on After Dark, um, because I'm going to get us out of here on time, or more or less on time. Um, this is Mac Voices Live. We do this Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We'd love to have you join us in the chat room at youtube.com slash TV. You can tell we have a lot of fun here. The chat room has been super busy tonight, and I definitely want to thank them for all their comments. Um, definitely have been added to the show and brought up some really interesting points. So with that, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. Talk to you soon. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.